Matt and Mike in the morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is Old Testament Lesson 10 to be taught on November the 12th. Here we get David suffering consequences for his sin. Uh, we get murder with the, with the transfer of power. Um, kind of a hard lesson. Um, you probably want to focus on the chart on page 63. Um, there's a lot of this guy did this and so David did that. Um, the chart helps you to see the names closer together, which just helps keep the people straight. Um, it's pretty helpful in that regard. And to see David's reaction is good as you, as you see how this leader handled or failed to handle um, these certain situations. Yeah, a lot of it is because, well, David doesn't act. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's such an accusation for us as men. Like, we fail when we don't act. We fail when we do, we, we fail to speak or we just... You know, have uh, you know verbal diarrhea and speak too much sometimes. So it's difficult. Um, but you see it, I think, very clearly here, um, where David failed to act, and it wasn't good for him or for for the nation. But there are consequences to all of all of his sin. This lesson is kind of a hard one, really, to place and and, and get it organized and, and and so forth. And a lot of the details for, they don't really matter to your salvation. Right? right. It's just Bible history is what we're. Uh, delivering here. Um, you know, parts of this, especially with um, uh, Ammon and Tamar, uh, that's, you know, maybe not even high school age. Uh, you know, it's it's beyond rated R, I, I, I think. Uh, but what actually happened it is, the lesson yeah, the lesson doesn't, doesn't does go into job. that. But it's just biblical literacy. Yeah. But I think in all of this, we can take comfort in, in seeing the dysfunction. Uh, the, the rampant evil in David's family, paralleling it maybe to our own family. I mean, everybody's got dysfunction to some degree or another in their family, which you, you know, you're ashamed of and, and you hate. But it doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't love you or love the people in your family. It's just a bunch of sinners. You put sinners mm -hmm. together and it's going to be a mess at times. You know, similarly in the workplace, you have David as a king and he's got Joab. Uh, and Abner as well, and there's conflict there, and ungodly things there, and, and it, it's not good either. And, and so sometimes we're maybe tempted to think that God is distant, or God doesn't love us, because my work is really hard, and I, my work is, you know, people around me at the workplace are, are evil. But I think you see that at, at the end of the lesson wraps up to say that um, the Lord never abandoned David, and David never abandoned the Lord. In the midst of all his struggle and strife, yeah, he neglected the Lord. Yes, he uh, was distracted. Um, but the Lord brought him back, you know, through a hand of chastisement. And, and along with that, there are temporal consequences that just didn't go away because of David's sin. Um, so we have to bear that at times in life, our sin, and the consequences of it. Um, but not in life to come. That's been taken away by Christ. So David's two major sins in his life that we have recorded for us are, um, are getting together with Bathsheba. And the consequence of that one is that that child dies. The child conceived um, from that extramarital affair um, dies. The Lord kills the child. And the other major, the other major sin is when David um, calls for a census. He, he wants to be assured that his people can defend themselves against the outsiders, against the pagans who surround them. And so rather than trusting that the Lord will provide, as he's done all along, instead David wants to make sure that, that his horses and chariots are sufficient in, no, in number, that he has enough people to be able to defend themselves.
And so the consequence of that, God gives David a choice, saying you can have three days of, of pestilence or a couple of other things. He goes with the three days of pestilence. And even then, the Lord stays his hand, so he doesn't just slaughter tons and tons of people, but a lot of folks die. Mm-hmm. It's a consequence for David's sin of trusting in his own army. In this, you made the comment that a lot of the problem comes from David not acting, um, which is a, a call to action for men, something that we struggle with. Um, that work is hard, we don't want to do it. That's part of the curse of the fall in Genesis chapter 3. Um, one, one lesson for, for the children might be, don't envy people who are in power. You know, we, in our pride and, and arrogance, we might be prone to think that if only I were in charge of this situation, whatever it is, I would do it so much better. And that's simply not the case. Like you might have some decent ideas, but you've got a lot of character flaws too that you just don't know about. Mm-hmm. And we see David, you know, one of the best, if not the best king in the Old Testament, and this is what he struggles with. He doesn't have it all together. He's got a, he's got a family who keeps sinning against each other. He's got commanders and friends who keep killing each other, and he's he doesn't respond very well to it. He doesn't do what needs to be done. So don't envy those people who are in power. Another lesson we get <clears throat> that comes clear at the end, as, as Pastor Worm said, is that even despite David's sin, the Lord keeps his promise to send the Messiah. Um, God is faithful to David and, David, and David is faithful to God. And so even despite our sin as well, the Lord uh, continues to keep his promises to us. And ultimately, what we're looking forward to as Christians is a better kingdom than the kingdom of David. A better kingdom than one where there is envy and power and sexual sin and all sorts of bad stuff but rather the kingdom of heaven, which the Lord himself is preparing for us, and which he will soon reveal when Christ comes back down from heaven. In this kingdom, there will be no more mourning, crying, or pain, no more death, no more envy, no more sin. And in, and in this kingdom, all of your family members will be perfect. That's right. No more, no more dysfunction. <laughs> There's going to be no more you know, strife and mental illness uh, huh. and grudges um, and all that crazy stuff. It'll all be gone. So we look forward and hope. We'll see you next time on Matt and Mike in the morning. morning.